We don't break the laws. We just make up our own. The internet's best choice for music. She's she's the the boss. Boss Radio Network. Recording in progress. to She's the Boss Radio Network, 24 hours, seven days a week, focused on topics to build, strengthen, inspire, as well as motivate men, women, and youth from the home to the conference room and all around our community. I am your host, Danielle, along with my co-host for the very first time, and this, uh, Miguel, <laughs> and this is Mission Complete. We want to thank you for tuning into the show. We invite you to be a part of the show by joining us at www.she'sthebossradio.com. And you can also follow us on all of our social platforms as well. Uh, With that being said, we just want to jump right into season two. I can't believe it. I don't even know where to even begin, Um, but it definitely has to be with getting started with Miguel completely and totally. And then Lakita, we definitely have to get started with you again too. So we're going to need our sound effects, our bombs, our our, our applause, everything. So with that being said, I'm going to do the very first clap. For Miguel Mikel, we are so excited to have you, your whole team, everyone uh, from the Court of Youth. Um, so can you just say hello to you first, how you're feeling, and we're going to just unpack everything. How are you? How are you? I'm really good. I'm very <laughs> excited to be on for season two, yes. and I'm really looking forward to it. Thank you. Thank you for saying yes to season two. Um, it, I can't say that it wouldn't be possible. I just know that it's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be something that we have all been um, wanting and waiting for as a whole. So guys, what we're going to talk about is everything we did for season one in a nutshell. The best thing about it is season one was totally focused on middle school, your middle school experience, how we're getting through it, um, what are our favorite moments, all these different things. But the best thing about that even more is you can already go back and listen to it. That is why um, that season was super successful. That's why we're with She's a Boss Radio. Go back and listen. Enjoy. This season um, is going to be that same energy, that same intensity, that same great conversation, but you're going to hear directly from our students again. Miguel, can you let everybody know like who you are and like, you know, where you are in your career that is school right now? Like, tell them about you. Of course. So my name is Miguel, my pronouns are he, him, mm-hmm. and I am a rising senior um, in high school. So Okay, so this is your senior year. Yes, it is. 
where do we begin with that? Like, whoa. So all four years you've been going. Yeah. And, now, and now this is the last year. Like, what does senior year mean to you? Um, I think it's really, um, what I'm going to use it for is I want to see what I really am passionate about. And these past four years, I feel like I've had really amazing opportunities to kind of explore my interests, my passions. And senior year for me is going to be really like locking down on what I'm interested in and thinking about my future and like what I want to do for the rest of my life. Wow. Do you already have, I mean, I know that you already have visions of that. I also know that you're already working within that. Like what does the rest of your life already start to like look like for you? Like what are you passionate about? Well, I'm very, very passionate about activism and community um, and really being involved with where you live and the people you live with. Yeah. So I can definitely see myself pursuing something like that in the future, whether that's through policy, Mm. um, nonprofit leadership, um, anything of that sort. But I'm also um, really enjoy um, like biology and different things like that. So. That's interesting. So wait, from policy to biology, that's what we're going to know in this episode. From policy to biology, like you've got the world covered. Um, I want to hear more about that in reference to policy, because, okay, so as a young person, a young person of color as well, when your heart beats for policy, like where does it take you immediately? For me, I immediately think of immigration law and things in that nature. So but honestly, everything to me is just so important, like climate, um, social justice, prison reform. There are so many issues which I feel so strongly about. So yeah, it's a really a matter of finding where I really think I could be useful and helpful and make a change. I think even just having the um, audacity and the bravery at the same time, right, to really call it out, to say, okay, hey, listen, let's look at everybody's experience as a whole. Um, and then the bravery to do something about it. It's one thing to notice, like, it's like saying that, oh my God, my coffee is spilled. Like, what are we going to do with that? And it's another thing to like grab the paper towels. It's like another thing to grab like the bucket and really get things clean and get a whole nother cup. That's the energy that you've always given me, <laughs> like straight up, like Miguel, you've always been a person that's like, well, I think we're just going to figure it out. And then you start working on it and then you figure it out. How do you, like, how do you turn your, your passions, your, like, your purpose-driven thoughts into action? Like, what does that look like for you? Well, I think that, um, honestly, color of youth is really what that looks like for okay. me. I, well, uh, spoiler alert, yeah. guys. Wait a minute. It's coming out now. All right. Go ahead. Tell, tell okay. everybody what uh, color of youth is. So color of youth is a youth-led initiative which seeks to uplift and empower youth of color everywhere through the arts and community engagement. Yeah. Um, on our website, we publish art and writing submitted to us from people all over the United States and even internationally. And as part of our mission, we also meet and interview activists, business owners, and influencers from all around the world for events and projects. Yeah. So this is why we have to put all the respect on Miguel's name. This is why we have to really hype up Color of Youth because um who better to kick off season two and the best thing about it like Miguel you have a team like you have a serious team um can we talk a little bit about the other two young ladies that support this color of youth like please let us know so I work with the wonderful Destiny Smith-Sarder amazing who is our other (laughs) co-president and 
the amazing Amaya Powell, who is our events coordinator and also deals Screaming. with all of the um, art-related things, as she is a fantastic artist. Um, and they are both actually located um, in Atlanta, yeah. which is much very far away from Baltimore. Very. And we've really, I'm very proud of us, the, how we've managed to kind of create something that's so unified. Like, I don't even feel like we're so far away. I feel yeah. like we're basically like right next door. So that's really cool. I mean, able to work together. I felt that energy, but then I also like shout out to Zoom for making it possible, yes. right? Like Zoom, Zoom um, has allowed us to live in these little square boxes and really feel like that's my neighbor, that's my family. Let's get work done. Um, your team, the way that you all function, I felt um, from the very first moment of being able to, you know, I guess like I think I really was able to unpack the uh, color of youth experience at a BSCLC com- uh, conference, right? Which we're going to talk about. Don't worry about it. We'll get to BSCLC um, at a conference when you were actually presenting your organization in front of adults, yeah. like to let adults know who you guys are, like mission, purpose, values, which was a massive moment because I was already working with you in a planning space so we could bring conference to like to the masses. But then to know that you were like doing double duty, where it's like, okay, yeah, we can plan for other students to ensure voices are heard, but we are also a massive organization that is around the world and international. Um, So I've always felt that. I always felt that that was really, really cool. Um, I want to talk about like how you guys met, like how did that even like Atlanta and Baltimore, like from policy to biology, which we will get back to, but like, how did you guys meet? Well, I went to middle school with both Destiny and Amaya. What middle school? Hold on. That's a season one okay. thing. Okay. <laughs> what middle school did you go to? I went to Davis Middle School in um, Rockdale County. Okay. Georgia. And where? Georgia. And Georgia. Okay, Davis Middle School. We hear y'all. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, middle school. Um, and so that's where we met initially. It's funny because although we had classes together we never really talked and we were never really like close friends Mm -hmm. it was more we had like friends we shared friends Mm -hmm. um we've been friends before i moved away um but yeah it I think it really started because Destiny not only has Color of Youth, she also has her own podcast, um, Melanated and Educated. Have I heard this and, one yet? Oh, hold on, keep going, keep going. Keep and going. it's incredible. I love it. It comes, an episode comes out every Saturday. Mm. Um, she does it all by herself. Um, and it's it's really great. And I just love listening to it. So I think I reached out to her or she reached out to me um, about having uh, Melanated and Educated do um, like an interview type thing or an article for Color of Youth. And we just got to talking and I was like, the energy was just so great. And I yeah. was like, I don't want this just to be an article, just to be an yeah. interview. And I like asked her if she wanted to be co-president. She was like, I was hoping you would ask because I just didn't want to like, you know, force myself into it. And I was like, no. Right. Like, oh, by the like, way, I work like, here. Like, <laughs> I, like, I need you. And, yeah. and that was really great. And um, we found Amaya a few weeks later, um, because Destiny and I were friends, yeah. and we were looking for another team member to manage the art side of things and the event side of things. And um, 
Amaya instantly came to mind for destiny. And that's wow. how it happened. That's amazing. That's like a love story. Um, and I love that because of the fact you guys didn't want it to end. It was a mutual connection. That's a shared purpose. That means that like somebody's grabbing the paper towels and somebody's pouring the coffee, right? Like somebody's like, okay, I can handle this. And then, oh, by the way, let's get somebody else in here that's like super focused, totally passionate and wants to see this come to motion. What was the this for you? Like, what was that shared passion where we're like, yeah, this is why I want to work on this. This is why, like, I feel like we should have meetings. We should have emails. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what was that burning desire? Was it like student voice? Was it like showcasing stories? Like, why? For me, it really started off as showcasing stories. Wow. All of you started with me um, on the phone with different young people of color from across the country, just kind of talking yeah. about their experiences and the life they've lived and what is important to them. And that was just so important for me because at that time I was feeling very isolated, I guess, yeah. in my experiences because I am adopted into a white family. Yeah. So my experiences are often unique to me. Um, and although my family can um, you know, support me and be there for me, it's not necessarily the same thing as living it. Yeah. So talking to these people my age about their experiences is just so powerful and having people share their stories to me and trusting me with those stories was so powerful. And I remember the first interview I did, the first um, uh, article that I wrote was this um, person and she told me at the end, she was like, I can't believe how like amazing this was. Yeah. I'm so happy that you reached out to me because I've never been able to talk about this with anyone before. And that was so impactful for me. And that's what really made me think, okay, this isn't just like something that I'm doing for, you know, a, you know, an hour or two every week or something yeah. that I'm doing just for a few months. This is something I want to do for a while. This is something I want to pursue. Um, and then after the stories started coming in and we really started connecting with individuals we were like, okay, how can we bring this bigger and how can we connect to more people um, for, more, for more time? Yeah. Because on one hand, we wanted it to be for young people of color. That's what that's who Color of Youth is for. Mm -hmm. But we also wanted to be able to educate as well as empower. Um, so yeah. That's massive. That That's exactly why I'm excited about season two and actually excited about jumping into these stories. So after the break... See me, listen, y'all heard me after the break. We're going to come back and um, dive deeper into Color of Youth. This is Mission Complete. You could listen to one of those other stations, but what would your friends think? You could listen to one of those other stations, but what would your friends think? Hey, I'm Jenny James for Neatly Done Carpet Cleaner. You've probably been home a lot more. Maybe you have kids like me who spill all the time. And you've noticed that your carpet's eh, not looking so good. Why don't you call Neatly Done Carpet Cleaner? They use a dry extraction service. So you won't have wet carpet all day long. And you can get back to doing the things you love with your family immediately. And it's a way to make your room healthier while improving your indoor air quality. 
You can do tile, slate, granite, ceramic, area rugs, and yes, they're pet friendly too. Why don't you get a free no obligation estimate today? Neatly done, sanantonio.com. Yeah, that's the sound of today's business community. It's a dog-eat-dog world and only the strong survive. The challenge is navigating the ever-changing business environment to put your business in the forefront. So how does your business keep up with the changes? That's where She's the Boss Network comes in. She's the Boss Network is an internet media network that's been helping businesses like yours get the exposure that you're looking for at reasonable cost by way of radio and video. They'll help you stay successful by navigating change and seeing the big picture. After She's the Boss Network analyzes your business and marketing strategies, you'll start to see a media presence like you've never seen in your business before. And She's the Boss Network doesn't stop there. They use their findings to create a practical plan of action, a plan that will get your business from where you are to where you need to be. There you go. Lock those dogs up for good by giving She's the Boss Network a call at 866-494-5945, extension 101, or by checking their website at she's the boss radio.com. Again, that's 866-494-5945, extension 101, or she's the boss radio.com. We don't break the laws. We just make up our own. The internet's best choice for music. She's, she's the, the boss. Boss Radio Network. All right. Welcome back to Mission Complete Season 2, Color of Youth Takeover. Like, I can scream it. I'm so excited about this. Um, so where we just left off with the amazing and wonderful Miguel... Um, he was really getting ready to jump into some of these stories um, of um, that they've been receiving ways that, um, you know, the youth have been able to share their voice. Um, but my story that I want to jump into is how we met, right? Like, I didn't just Google Miguel and he just popped up. No, we met in action. Um, Miguel, can you let the people know? Give them the BSDLC of it all. Let them know. Yes. <laughs> so I had the privilege of being offered the opportunity to give a presentation or for Color of Youth to give a presentation at the SDLC to the adult, um, at an adult workshop. Mm-hmm. We got to plan the workshop with the content and work with, um, work with as a team to kind of come up with what the workshop would look like yeah. and everything. And when I had that opportunity, I was really excited about that. And I thought that was it. I thought, I was like, okay, this is incredible. But I wasn't really expecting anything else. Yeah. But then I got involved with the conference more and more until I um, began helping to plan it. Yeah. Because wait, what? Things. Wait. So wait, you were a speaker before you were even like a a person? Yeah. Like on a, what? What? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> this is like I didn't know that. Oh, you keep going. Okay. Whoa. So, yeah. So I, um, you know, I was a presenter, and we were getting ready to present, and then I was, um, so that I could meet the people who were leading it. I was I was like tuning into the um, facilitator meetings and it kind of just happened that I, they were like, do you just want to like be a facilitator? And I was like, yeah, of course. And um, I joined the mm. hospitality team. Say it. Put to, say it. That's us. Go ahead. Miss Christie. Yes. <laughs> 
I didn't. Okay, so first of all, oh my gosh. Second of all, wow. And third, BSCLC is the Baltimore Diversity Student Leadership Conference. Student-led happens every year. The Khalid Sims was the one that introduced me to BSCLC in, a, in an amazing way. She allowed me to grow, plan, and learn. Um, so this was my, I think this was going on my fourth year, or third or fourth year with BSCLC. That hospitality team that um, Miguel was talking about was like created in love. Uh, more than anything, as a way for us to manage the um, guest experience, the attendee experience um, at the conference, all as well as driving traffic. Miguel graciously joined our team, as well as some other Jacob Cat. Um, who else? Now I'm name dropping, guys. I'll, I'm going to totally remember everybody's name. But with that, um, we were able to just start to figure out ways to drive traffic to this conference, keep it all together as well as make sure um, everybody had a great time. I'm freaking out because I had no idea that you were a speaker prior to. Like the fact that like your work, that's huge. So what were you um, talking about? Like, because this is going to lead us into the story. It's really cool because, so you're speaking as an organization leader in front of adults. What are you teaching them? What are you talking about? What are they learning? Our theme for the workshop was elevating youth voices. Wow. And we really wanted to give a youth perspective on what we need to be successful yeah. um, in making change. Because as powerful as our own voices are, we really do need assistance from people who are, um, I guess, in positions of power, or people who have more um, resources than us. Um, so, yeah, we, we spoke about how that can... Um, like the role teachers can play wow, okay. in elevating and um, inspiring young people to use their voice, to make change, and to be confident when using their voice. That's big. Um, that's big because I guess as adults, we feel like we are already doing it because we're adults or that it's something that can come later on, right? Where it's like, you know, just be a kid right now. Just focus on this. Have a good time. Be nice to everyone. But when you're talking about things that need to change, you're literally talking about the world. Um, you're talking about everybody's experience and how that is not necessarily as equal as it should be um, or as accommodating or as exciting, like all of the different words. Um, but then to elevate voice means that voices are able to share and that is possibly one of the biggest things that you were saying before about these stories. Like, let's talk about like what people have shared with you or the voices, the stories, or what you guys have heard as a team that has made you be like, no, we got to keep going. Like, let's talk about the stories. Well, I think a lot of what I was hearing was really like happened, happens in school. Mm. And well, which is really interesting because that's pretty much how I've experienced a lot of, um, you know, racism or homophobia and things like that is within mm -hmm. school. Yeah. And when it's someone who's your age, it's really interesting because you kind of, I feel like a lot of people think like it's older generations are the ones who, you know, have work to do on, um, you know, their prejudices. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times it comes from, you know, young people. Yeah. And I was hearing a lot of... Um, you know, stories about how young people growing up would experience these things and it was isolating for them. Um, but at the same time, while I was hearing these stories and while we were 
bonding over this shared experience yeah. um, or similar experiences because obviously not every experience is the same. Um, it was kind of therapeutic mm. to, um, you know, be able to um, talk with someone and kind of relate to one another and realize, okay, we are completely isolated. We have this that we can work on together. Yeah. And that was, I think, really powerful for me, my team, and the people we were speaking to. Yeah. Healthy relationships um, is something that is very important to us. Like all of us at Unboxing Change, um, because I feel like it's not impressed upon enough healthy friendships um, as well, too, um, because that, to me, blows the doors of isolation out of the water. The fact that people can connect based off of genuine and shared interests and explore together while they're growing up, like, is, like, period. Like, that's why we're in school. That's why we're in life. Um, It's so unfortunate and disheartening to know that, you know, um, you know, from peer to peer, you're like, man, I just made it here. Like, I'm like, how old are you? I am 17. Okay, so, like, I'm 17. You're like, I'm 17. I'm 17, too. Why do you have so much hate in your heart? Why are you so angry? Or why you have so much misunderstanding? Why can't you get to a place where you're in your own lane or you're doing your own thing? Why do we have to bring people down? Where do you feel like that comes from? Is it, if it's, if it's not, if you're feeling like the majority of, you know, it was peer to peer, like, you know, young person to young person, and it's not as old people or, you know, old ways, do you think this is things that are just being ingrained at home or just not stopped at home where it's like, it doesn't matter what they say. They're just kids. Um, well, I just want to touch on the last thing you said. Yeah. Very quick. Um, I think the it doesn't matter what you say or what they say because they're just kids is not really something that I kind of laugh whenever I hear that. Yeah. Just because it kind of assumes, for one, that young people or kids can't take responsibility for their actions. Right. They have the power to, and on the other side of that, have the power to make change and to you know, have important voices. Um, Amazing. It doesn't matter what, um, how old someone is mm-hmm. when they say something because, you know, you can be five and what you say still is important and mm-hmm. what you say sh- still should be listened to and be heard. Mm-hmm. Um, but aside from that, I just, I think it's, it's something that is kind of learned. Yeah. From, it might be learned at home. It might be learned from your, you know, community, but, I don't, it's definitely not something that's permanent. Yeah. There's every, hope. Every, yes. Every bias, <laughs> Amen. There's hope. Go ahead. Every bias can be unlearned. It just takes work. And it takes the person to, um, it takes the person being able to look at what they think and look at um, their beliefs and say, okay, I want to work to change this and I need to work to change this. I love it. Like I paused even on the podcast because like, I, I totally agree that yes, even when you are, it doesn't, your age is a factor, but it is not a determinant, right. Or a deterrent, like in the sense where if you, if it was wrong, it was wrong. Unless, you know, there's hope to change that there's hope to, you know, intervene um, and then like recenter on more of a progressive or not even progressive, like positive, you know, I mean, you didn't have to say that, or we don't have to think like that. Um, I love that. I think that um, when you were talking about there's hope to, going back to the bias part, 
That's big. That means that no matter what lens that you're looking through right now or the lens that you haven't been able to like kind of like peel back, there's still an opportunity to be better, do better. You find that in these stories when people are connecting with you, do you see the the hope within them or is this something that you feel like as an organization you're constantly creating? Is it a shared hope? Um, I think yes. I think it's um something that a lot of young people are recognizing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's especially um, hopeful, I guess, because now, although like we still need much more progress, yeah. there is a lot more transparency around, um, you know, the struggles and the experiences of being a person of color yeah. and just these different communities. Um, and again, people of color it's not a monolith. Every person um, has a different experience. But I think to some extent, um, young people today are kind of seeing um, incremental change Mm -hmm. that kind of brings hope for maybe, okay, we can work to a place where um, people can live their lives without having to worry about will, you know, my appearance yeah. change how I'm treated. Wow. Um, but, you know, there's still a lot of people who feel disheartened that even after so many years, we're still seeing um, inequity and mistreatment. Um, yeah. So. All right. Well, as we get ready to go um, to break, um, we're also going back to school. It's your senior year, right? This is massive. I mean, a word for senior year, and then we're going to break. What is the word? Like, what it like a word to describe your goal or your heart? Like, what is your word for senior year? My word for senior year is explore. Oh, okay. <laughs> explore. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to unpack unpack that exploration of what senior year is going to be when we get back. This is Mission Complete. Color of Youth Takeover. We don't break the laws. We just make up our own. The Internet's best choice for music. She's she's the the boss. boss. Radio Network. We complicate things when all along it's just perfect as it is. Beauty is from within. It's how you feel, not as how others see you. Skincare shouldn't be complicated. She's the Boss believes skincare should be nurturing, easy to use, smell delicious, feel refreshing, and look incredible. She's the Boss Cosmetics and Skincare brings you our botanical-based skincare line that's gentle, uncomplicated, and extremely effective for men, women, and youth. Feel confident and radiate a power glow that flows from the inside out. Exude an assurance that extends from the home into the conference room. Visit us at www.she's-the-boss.com or call us at 866-494-5945 to get yours today. Bored with the traditional wedding, birthday, or special occasion celebrations? Do you feel like you just don't want all of the pressure of coordinating your own event? Do your friends all seem to become professional event planners for your memorable moments? 
Are you thinking of getting engaged and want a romantic way of doing it? Let us design it for you. Pictures are worth a thousand words. Let our photographers help you to make a statement. Want to make an impression with a beautiful arrangement? Speak with our floral designers. Zeal Enterprises, an all-inclusive event management company that provides complete consulting and coordinating services for weddings, anniversaries, reunions, theme and birthday parties, festivals, conventions, and conferences. Our team of professionals are excited to work with you. Call today, 866-494-5945, or go online to www.zealbnr.com to begin designing your event. Remember, in everything you do, do it with zeal. We don't break the laws. We just make up our own. The Internet's best choice for music. She's... The, the boss, boss radio network. All right, everyone, welcome back to Mission Complete Color of Youth Takeover. I'm still here with the amazing and wonderful Miguel, and we're just going through um, everything that makes sense. His one word for senior year is explore. Um, which actually gives me event vibes. It makes me think about all the different places that I could go, all the different things that I could do. How do you, before I get to your personal exploration, like how do you guys explore as um, an organization? Like what type of experiences or even events have you guys been able to do? We, I feel like we really um, are able to embody the word explore Mm. through um, the people we talk to nice, and the people that we meet and the people we bring on for interviews, um, for events as speakers. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the first event that we um, hosted, it was called our diversity discussion. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, you know, just focused on youth. And we invited um, any person to join us where we discussed things um, like colorism, representation, intersectionality and microaggressions those were our main topics um and it was kind of at a certain point we had like you know like I mentioned we had the Mm one-on-one where it was kind of we um, shared stories that kind of thing and we wanted to bring that to a bigger audience and to a bigger group so it was um really nice because we had um like 20-25 people who were um there um, either listening or actively participating and sharing. Um, and we were able to kind of um, explore with that, which is cool. Um, and people could um, hear what other people had to say and learn about different experiences and different, um, yeah, different experiences. That's huge. So you guys were able to bring 25 people together in a way that they could discuss some very serious topics, right? Very serious um, exploratory conversations more than any like where are you at right now what do you see and what needs to change just even just with your top three um or, and then like you said for events as speakers like how do you select your speakers or how do you even know when we need to have an event or the theme of it like how does that come together for you guys as a team well we decide um our events based on either what's happening in the world currently sure or by like calendar so for example for november november is indigenous heritage month that's right and we wanted to 
bring a speaker who could share that experience and yeah. to give insight to what young people can do to aid indigenous communities and what young people can do to just be advocates in general, um, regardless of the community. So it started with us looking into several indigenous activism organizations, and which is when we found the um, organization Indigenous Action. Mm. And we reached out um, and they were happy to um, participate. So we got in contact with um, activist Kim Belong, mm. who I believe is based in California, okay. Southern California. Um, and he was gracious enough to come on to a live event with people to listen. And, um, you know, we had youth come and listen to what he had to say to ask questions. We asked questions. He shared what he thought was important. And it was really a great experience to kind of hear um, what he had to say, because he's been an activist for Indigenous communities for a long time. Yeah. And he's Indigenous himself. Yeah. So it was really nice to kind of hear what he's seen and what he's done and what he's hoping to do mm. and kind of give us um, more tools, basically, like knowledge um, on how we can be advocates and how we can um, change communities and really give help to communities that need it. That's huge. Like tools, resources, um, those are big, especially in the event world, how you take care of the guests, the attendees, the participants. Um, uh, the, the number one reason why we were able to connect so quickly by you being on that hospitality team um, for BSDLC. Let's talk about tools. Like what are you, what was he able to um, give or impact? Like, can we talk a little bit about tools and resources at your yeah. events? Um, so in this specific event, the tools that I was referencing were more like knowledge. Yeah, yeah. So he, I think he told us what really stood with me and what really resonated was that if what you're doing doesn't have an impact and you can't show, if you can't point to, okay, this is what this is doing, then you need to um, replan, mm -hmm. um, think more, reflect, and then kind of revise. Mm. And because he really was emphasizing that activism should have an impact. Yeah. So, and if you're not seeing that, then it's it's time to reflect and kind of, you know, revise and move forward from there. I like the three R's. Um, I, I love um, alliteration, of course, duh. But um, so we need to replan, revise, or no, reflect, replan, and revise. That's massive because, you know, that's, of course, thought process of event, but that's you could be a whole personal life that could be your whole personal approach to how you're looking at yourself or others um or ways that you could even get connected with people that you've never met before i know one of the biggest things that we were talking about last year was friendship like or last season like how do people even have a friend connect with someone new especially if they don't look like you like you don't even know what to say what to joke about what not to joke about but if you put yourself in that planning state you're at least starting at least you're like trying something out like you're like hello I'm going to try that high word or something like that but let's say that doesn't work maybe you need to delete with the what's up that's me replanning right that's me actually like figuring out something like that what other ways um have you seen tools like that um or mindsets like really show up in your events where you're like these people get that we're making an impact like we can actually track what we've been able to do like are there any other tools or knowledge that has really like burst out for you guys in reference to impact? 
I think what a lot of um well actually um I'm gonna reference another event now. Yeah. We had a Pride event, um, the 2021 Pride event. Okay. Um, and we invited a local dance instructor and previous um actor, um, or theater actor and choreographer Ray Hatch, mm -hmm. local to Baltimore, mm -hmm. um, onto um you know, onto Zoom with, uh, you know, our guests who um, wanted to listen. And he shared a story about, um, I think this was, it was a while ago, but um, he shared a story about how um, a handful of years ago, probably 10 or 20, mm -hmm. um, he was um, with a younger person who had he had known for a while and he kind of shared about how this person was like you really helped me and you really inspired me to be my authentic self and to really be fearless mm. and that was so interesting for me and so powerful for me because it really made me think okay I I know that I've made a difference when I have someone tell me hey what you're doing has helped me yeah and what you're doing means something to me yeah that's big. That's big. I feel like when um, living fearless um, to me means that you're living purpose driven. Mm -hmm. um, when I think about, you know, no boundaries, no barriers, no obstacles, like I am like the superwoman, like the mission complete of it all because of the fact like I don't have fear in my heart because I know that the purpose of the reason why I'm here is to make things better right like is to actually what if we really just had a good time what if everybody just really just calm down like for a second and like don't hurt your neighbor don't hit your friend don't hurt people like you know what I mean what could we get done um I think um I like that you all have created this space for more students to live free um to live without fear and then also to understand that their life matters, no matter where it is, no matter what's going on. Um, as you guys get ready um, to approach the next year or the next school year, like what events do you guys already have in mind that you want to do or things that you've never done? Like what are what can we look forward to on a, the events then? Um, we definitely want to do something for Hispanic Heritage Month. Nice. That's something that's personally important to me and that I... It's October, right? Yes, okay, we're fired up. September 15th through October 15th. Okay, so, it's in the middle. Okay, okay. yeah, so like, yeah, we get, so get back to September. Go for it. We are um, kind of in the development stages. We're kind of thinking, like, okay, who do we want to speak? Do we want a speaker? Like, what's, what's going on? So that's something we're definitely looking forward to. And, again, we want to bring back our... Um, uh, we want to uh, start a Black History Month event. Mm. Um, that yes, and we'll definitely want a speaker for that as well. And we just did our um, Pride Month event last um, June, mm -hmm. or in June, because that's the Pride Month event. Right, right, right. And we definitely want to do that again and make it like an annual thing. Okay, we've had two great speakers so far for the past two years, and we're really looking forward to continuing that. Um, and really, we just want to connect with more people and she'll have opportunities to speak to new people. And that's why I'm so excited for this podcast because I can't wait to see. <laughs> You're smiling. I see it. Who we bring on. Yeah. And people who we're able to talk to and make connections with. So that sounds awesome. Like that's the magic of voice. Even before we get to mission complete, 
that is the magic of being able to like create these spaces where people can connect, have honest, authentic conversations that are really meant to change the world. Um, I know for us as an organization, we always wanted to give students a platform, a place where they could be like, all right, you know, this is what I think is important. This is what I think needs to change. This is who I am. This is what I want to do. Um, so it is a shared smile. It's a shared passion about all that we're going to get ready to accomplish for this season. All right. So we're getting ready to take a break, right? So this is the last break. So everybody get like not excited, get nervous. Make sure you've got all the gems from this episode. Miguel, what in one word, what can we look forward to season number two? Because we're going to talk about it when we get back. But give me one word for season two. That's a hard one. I'm going to so <laughs> I'm many like, words there. I, you're excited. I, 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 I need to pick the right one. Um, <laughs> I would say um, empower. Whoa. That's it. We powered up. We're empowered. And we're coming right back. This is Mission Complete. Color of Youth Takeover. You could listen to one of those other stations, but what would your friends think? You could listen to one of those other stations, but what would your friends think? Beauties in the eye. We complicate things when all along it's just perfect as it is. Beauty is from within. It's how you feel, not as how others see you. Skincare shouldn't be complicated. She's the Boss believes skincare should be nurturing, easy to use, smell delicious, feel refreshing, and look incredible. She's the Boss Cosmetics and Skincare brings you our botanical-based skincare line that's gentle, uncomplicated, and extremely effective for men, women, and youth. Feel confident and radiate a power glow that flows from the inside out. Exude an assurance that extends from the home into the conference room. Visit us at www.she's-the-boss.com or call us at 866-494-5945 to get yours today. Hey, I'm Jenny James for Neatly Done Carpet Cleaner. You've probably been home a lot more. Maybe you have kids like me who spill all the time. And you've noticed that your carpet's eh, not looking so good. Why don't you call Neatly Done Carpet Cleaner? They use a dry extraction service. So you won't have wet carpet all day long. And you can get back to doing the things you love with your family immediately. And it's a way to make your room healthier while improving your indoor air quality. You can do tile, slate, granite, ceramic, area rugs, and yes, they're pet friendly too. Why don't you get a free no obligation estimate today? NeatlyDoneSanAntonio.com. We don't break the laws. We just make up our own. The internet's best choice for music. She's she's the the boss. boss. Radio Network. All right. Every single time. (laughs) I'm so excited um, that like we are kicking off season two just like this, because what that means is that that's probably one of the last all rights you're going to hear from me because Color of Youth is taking this thing over. I am excited to listen, number one, and I'm also excited to learn, number two. 
um, in true mission complete fashion, you all, our listening audience, will have the opportunity to not only engage, um, learn more about your feedback from being you uh, service hours. And we're going to talk more about that throughout the season. So don't worry, we got you covered. But I think everybody is looking at me like in their minds, like, you know, what is even happening this season? I got us chill out. Miguel is going to let us know what we can expect for season two, the color of youth takeover. Like it's not dun, dun, dun. It's like, hooray. But like, almost like dun, dun, dun. Like, what are we going to, what can we look forward to? What's going on? Color of youth is really excited to bring on people who really inspire and really get people excited about, okay, when this is what I'm working to, this is who I want to be. Yeah. Um, and I really want to bring on people who others could see themselves reflected in and represented by. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm very excited about our second episode. We have a very special guest. Spoiler alert, guys. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I'm listening. You, you episode may, two. You may have seen her in Vogue. Oh. Or you may have seen her in the newest season of Brownish. Oh. Or you may have seen her on TikTok. <laughs> Mikael is on fire, y'all. Go ahead. Okay. Who is it? Actually, don't even tell us. Keep talking about their work. She is. I haven't met her yet. Okay. But just from learning about her through Destiny, mm -hmm. I am so excited yeah. to have the chance to talk to her and really get to know what's her story and yeah. what does she want to share and what's what has she done to get her to where she is today. Um, she's super inspiring yeah um i love her tiktok she's really talented um so she you know she's an actor and a model but she's also an artist wow so she really does it all so i'm very excited so, to have her on the guest number two has got us covered right yeah. so that's number one guest number two not only is a model she's an actor also like tiktok extraordinary extraordinary so this is the type of energy that you are bringing when it comes to guest quality, right? Because there's so many, and not to mention what she's doing in the arts. This is the type of experience that you're going to be offering the audience like through and through. Like, is this the guest caliber or is this just like season two? This is just season two. Wow. Um, this is the whole energy for season two. Yes, okay, keep going. Yes. We really want to get people who come from a variety of careers and a yeah. variety of places. Um, which is what we try to do with our events in general. Um, but this this podcast, we really want to make more of an effort to get different types of people in. And we're really working hard to get guests who people can get excited about. Yeah, so. I love that. I love that because, um, you know, in true um, podcasts, you know, I guess inspiration, that's the ultimate goal, right? For somebody to be able to listen in to learn and then lead, right? Why are you listening? Just taking a moment for yourself to realize that you matter. What you hear is supposed to make you better. Um, to learn what you've learned, actually do something with, right? Actually be like, you know, I'm going to take the initiative. I am a better person because of these experiences, this information, and then lead others to the experience. Like everybody can listen. From what I understand, Miguel, you said everybody can listen. Everybody can hear about this. This is okay, huge. All right. So that's the guests that are coming up. Let me ask you, what are some of the topics that you want to cover? Like, what are the things that you really want to hit on? Well, in, spe in specific to the next episode, but kind yeah. of general for just like a few weeks. Another um, spoiler, everyone. I know. It's I'm just really, too I'm just much. So excited. <laughs> it's excited. just too much. 
Um, I want to touch on what it's like to be a queer person of color because that's okay. something that I can relate to. Sure. Um, in an industry where um, you know, it's not really made for those identities. Okay. Um, so I kind of want to focus on representation. I want to focus on how people um kind of make space for themselves and empower themselves because I feel like you can't be a confident, um, impactful person unless mm. you can empower yourself yeah. and believe in yourself and be confident in who you are, all of your identities, mm-hmm. and really be unapologetic about who you are. Yeah. So that's kind of the, um, like, I guess, a general topic. I really want to focus on how people can, um, or how the speakers that we invite, how our guests have found that they can be unapologetic in who they are. I think that's awesome. I think um, it goes right to purpose-driven living, purpose-driven living. If you're unapologetic, it's because you figured it out that um, anything that you're doing is to benefit, serve, support others, as opposed to tear down or tear apart. Um, I'm excited about um, all the different ways that as young people, you're able to find yourself in spaces that you possibly never you know, could see yourself before or start to create spaces where people can see how awesome and amazing you already are, even if you don't look, think, or act like them. Um, You know, my favorite world is a world that we all can live in. That's it. It's just that, like, that's it, like, period. Um, And I'm excited that with um, the power of student voice, um, the elevation of mindset and the, of course, takeaways, resources, and education, I feel like we're going to be able to accomplish this for season two. Um, All right. I feel like I, all I can say now is about like what this takeover means to me. What um, a takeover is like an awesome opportunity to pass the torch, pass the baton, to keep the flame burning no matter what. That's huge because you ultimately will have that opportunity to pass the torch on to another set of students, another group, another people, um, based off of all the work that you'll be able to do. But right now, it's your moment, right? Like right now, like the fire can't get no hotter, especially with episode two. Y'all, I'm listening. I'm going to just be like on here. What do you want us to be like thinking about for this season? Like what are some of these intentions that we can already start to set when I'm listening to episode two, three, four, five. Like, what I what intention can I set? I think the listener should really um, coming into the episode really think: How can I see myself in the guest? How can yeah. I um, see myself in the speaker? Because yeah. I love hearing someone speak and then thinking, "Oh my gosh, I can relate to them." and I'm proud of them and I you know I'm inspired by them so coming in with the mindset that okay I want to learn something I want to relate to something even if you can't relate to anything they say at least take away something that you know is um, will make you a better person yeah and make you a better advocate I love that I love that because again it's not we're we're here to agree to disagree to agree again, that no matter what is being said or what we're learning and exploring, we have found a pace, a found a pace and a patience, meaning that it's like, maybe it's, you know, it might be too much at first. You're like, oh, I don't know. 
but let's pace ourselves so we don't really like play ourselves out of an opportunity to connect with someone great. Um, but then also having the patience to listen, even if your heart is telling you that like this doesn't make sense or this is not, um, this doesn't affect me. I don't see it that way. Like, you know what I mean? Especially as young people, you know, so I definitely pray for pace and um, patience over these um, next couple of episodes because the subject matter that you're speaking about is not easy. You have found an amazing way to highlight, elevate, showcase, honor so many voices that come from different spaces that aren't always comfortable, that aren't always good, um, but you have found it a, a way to um, color it with beauty. And I'm, it is my honor to, to hand over the reins for season two. I'm very excited about um, what the three of you have been able to create as a whole. Um, and I'm really looking forward to the future for Color of Youth as well. And graduation. Wait, last, last spoilers. Like, you're graduating, man. Like, senior year. Like, where are you going? <laughs> like, where are you go? Where do you want to go? I, I think I want to stay on in the Northeast. Okay. Um, All right. So we're going to be able to keep you a little bit longer. Okay, go ahead. I probably won't want to go somewhere out of state. Okay. And... Beyond that, I couldn't really tell you. I like Boston. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, but okay. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Like, all right, another spoiler alert for Boston. Um, well, that is that is huge. I think that um one of the things what about we your uh the co-presidents, what what uh grades and everything are is everybody in? Justin we, and I we are all in, we are all seniors. Wait, the whole yes. all of y'all are seniors. Yes. Nobody said that. So what are they thinking? Boston as well. Um, <laughs> you know, Justin and I, it's funny, I'm sure she'll laugh at this. We definitely exchanged thoughts about <laughs> exchange thoughts, okay. And being seniors. And you know, um you know, we're kind of looking at similar schools. Okay. And we were joking because we both are interested in this one school. So if we both get in and it's going to college together and like, you know, it's that would destiny. be awesome. Oh, it would be destiny. Yeah. It would be destiny. Okay, okay. Well, uh, I'm here for it. I think that, um, number one, letters of recommendation already written, period. Number two, um, your body of work um, as seniors and student leaders speaks for itself. Um, all universities, my goal is for you all to fall in line and know that like these are the kids that you want to recruit. They should be seeking you all out. Um, so college is a very special time. And that is why we're here, right? So this season, I'm officially done. Guys, I want to, like, stay on the mic the whole time. I even, like, want to go into a whole other episode, but I can't. It's done. Miguel, I'm officially handing it over to Color of Youth. We thank you so much for being here. And um, the last voice you'll hear is Miguel's. Let everybody know that we're leaving. Last words for the takeover. Thank you so much. I'm so excited, and I'll see you next episode. Oh, I will see you guys at the end of the season. Bye.